Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Farming in this country has been published by Chugusk and the Chartered Surveyors of Ireland. As you can imagine, the invasion of Ukraine played a huge role on fertiliser and energy prices. The price of farmland was also up last year, but by less than domestic property. So what does it all mean for food producers this year? Edward McCauley is Director of Practice and Policy for the Society of Chartered Surveyors in Ireland and is on the line. Hello, Edward. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for inviting me on. No problem. Let's start with the impact of the war in Ukraine on prices last year. Yeah, so this is a collaboration between the Society of Chartered Surveyors and Chagisk. It's our annual review and outlook on the land market. It's a collaboration that we've been doing for the last decade. So within that time, we've built up a huge amount of data, not just on the performance of the agricultural sector as a whole, but on the land markets, be it the transactional market and the rental market. So the data within the report that we're launching today at our SESI property conference, it gives national average land values for the agricultural sector, for agricultural land, and it also breaks down this data into a county by county. We also look at quality of land, which is important. And the the impact of the war in Ukraine? Yeah, so the impact of the war, look, 2022 was a difficult year, Joe, for all businesses and and not, not excluding agriculture. So I suppose the, the three main areas where costs have risen for the farming community, they're around the three Fs, and that is fuel, fertilizer, and feed. So we've seen extraordinary increases across all three. Now, at the back end of 2022 and into the early part of this year, we've seen somewhat of a reduction in costs. Um, for example, fuel prices have come down a small bit, and so has fertiliser. But they're not, that's good. they're not back that's to good 2019 levels, though, are they, or 2020 levels? They're not back to pre-conflict in Ukraine levels. Right. And there isn't an expectation that it will, uh, certainly within the, the 2023 period. So it's still going to have, uh, you know, a pressure, uh, financial pressure on the farming community to, I suppose, maintain its output and uh, at levels that's going to give them sufficient margins. So, look, I suppose when you reflect on 2022, the dairy sector in particular um, enjoyed, you know, slightly higher milk prices. Um, That isn't expected to continue into 2023. Is the dairy sector the most profitable sector for farming on average? It is. Dairy farming is probably more commercially minded insofar as you have a lot more full-time farmers involved in in dairy farming. So they've really invested in dairy farming. The abolition of milk quotas back, you know, almost a decade ago uh, saw a huge amount of money being invested into dairy, uh, dairy and and, uh, we've seen a lot more younger farmers entering the dairy sector. So they have a particular appetite, Joe, and this is coming through in the in the report. They have a particular appetite, not just uh, you know to to, pur- to purchase land, and also to rent land, and that was that's coming through in the, in in the findings. You know, eighty three percent of our members are uh, or respondents to the survey, the auctioneers and valuers report that they, they, they expect to see a significant or moderate increase in demand from dairy farmers to purchase land in 2023. And, and we're, I, seeing, we're seeing huge, huge increase in inflation in relation to rental land. And dairy farmers in particular... So farm, farmers, farmers rent land and then kind of and then farm it? Yeah, they do. There's a huge reliance on the rental market. 
Look, the volume of, of land, farmland that comes for sale each year is, is a tiny percentage. 0.5% of all farmland transacts uh, on the market for sale. So just a tiny, sliver. tiny percentage. And therefore, there's a heavy reliance on the rental market for those farmers, particularly young farmers or those farmers who are, have expansion plans. They have to go to the rental market in order to get that land. And is that now, are rent see, prices going up? Yeah, rent prices are, are going up. They've gone up by about nine, between nine and 13 percent in, in Munster and Leinster last, last year and expected to go up by another 14 percent on average, national average across all farming use types across the country. And we see one of the main drivers behind this, Joe, is around the environmental regulations that have come out. And, and these environmental re- regulations are called the Nitrates Directive. And essentially what this is, it's a, it's a way of reducing pollution that's affecting our streams and lakes and, and water courses. It's, it's, it's setting bands or limits on the amount of nitrogen that can be applied on a per acre uh, basis. So nitrogen is needed, obviously, to make the crops grow and make grass grow. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it can be in the form of organic matter spread on land or artificial fertilizer. So dairy farming run a very intense operation. And therefore, they rely heavily on, on nitrogen. Um, and, and what it's going to do is, I suppose, far, farmers and dairy farmers in particular have two choices. They will either have to uh, reduce the stocking rate, so reduce the number of cows on a per acre basis. Which the Green, or, Green Party in the coalition would approve. Well, there's a, look, there's a climate action plan there agreed amongst the parties and, and the farming community. And there's clear, clear targets set out. Uh, you know, to reduce uh, the overall impact of agriculture uh, up to twi- up to 2030. There's a target there to 2030. But uh, so I suppose essentially the, the two choices that dairy farmers in particular have either reduce the stocking rate or or seek more land in which to spread that uh, that that sort of that banding over that nitrates directive, and that's putting pressure on the rental market, and that's really one of the main drivers behind that 14 percent. And very very briefly, farmland prices expected to grow by eight percent this year. Yeah, farmland is always in, in good demand given the low levels of volume that comes to the market. Again, the story really is dairy farmers, uh, they have a strong appetite to purchase land. But look, there's a lot of micro markets at play, Joe, um, around the country. And you'll have plenty of instances whereby you may have two dairy farmers just located in a particular area. And when a piece of land does come up for sale and it is rare, uh, you know, that's where a strong demand occurs and you have, bid, you know, bidding wars, bidding, bidding uh, process. Exactly. And, and, and I, we didn't even get to talk, talk about the fact that Kildare has the most expensive farmland. And I was wondering whether uh, that's owners hoping to benefit from a rezoning near to the capital. Yeah, we don't. We exclude rezoning or development uh, land from it. It's pure agricultural land. But what we see, I suppose, really is there's a lot of recreational buyers and uh, so uh, buyers who have a particular interest maybe in the smaller plots of land, so up to 50 acres, then you will see oftentimes where they're comp- competing against farmers uh, and, and probably their expectation is, you know, maybe to build stables, put horses on, eventually build a house. Uh, so in those instances, the smaller right. plot sizes, you see it increase in values. All right. Edward, thank you so much. That's Edward McCauley, Director of Practice and Policy for the Society of Chartered Surveyors in Ireland. Back. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.